And uh, welcome back to the next edition of Free Wine Guys. Steeler here. This is Terry. Hello, everybody. And this is Scott. How you doing? Uh, I'm very happy I'm not bringing up the rear. No, you're not this time. No. no. Usually we're a rear admiral. Yeah, so. it, it might be due to the environment, possibly. Stu- Studio O. No, this is... Uh, Studio P. This is Studio, Delta. Studio Delta. Oh, Studio D. Yeah. P. Well, this is the P, uh, outside uh, <laughs> podcast, and actually my uh, blog notes just blew away, which is kind of funny. So, <laughs> But that's all right. Uh, yeah, our first attempt at uh, podcast outdoors, so if you hear like you know various things going on and what have you. Yeah, just, just Planes were right outside the Gary, Indiana uh, airport, and... Uh, uh, well, right. the well, penitentiaries over there. No, we yeah. were gonna. We were originally gonna do in Joliet. Right, Joliet. And um, <laughs> oh, they, they're doing. They're doing Lost there. They, they, no, they, no, 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 not Lost. No, What's prison, the show? Uh, prison break. Prison, prison break. break. They're so, doing yeah, there. They, yeah, they pulled our permit. Uh, last minute, which I'm pretty upset about because it's a beautiful town. It and really see, is. I thought you had some pull in there with the casinos and stuff. Well, you, that and Kankakee, they're big fans of uh, Steve-O and uh, the Three Wine guys. You know, Kankakee is uh, is just a uh, you know a wealth bed of wine connoisseurs. That and Sheboygan, Sheboygan's been sending <laughs> well, up, you up north. emails the left and right, man. Well, those those Packers fans, that you know, the Packer fans, they know Steve-O. You know, I'm representing. I'm just a little worried about all the notes we've been getting from prisons, asking for, you know, can you send us some wine? Yeah, yeah and samples. Uh, you know, um, they're like, I can't keep my wine cool enough in my toilet. <laughs> <laughs> my wine's leaking out of my pillow, um, out of my pillowcase that I keep in my toilet. Yeah. What, what recommendations do you guys have? And I said, listen, you know, we'll address that during Q and A. you you had suggested the beat off sack, but you know, those only keep so much. <laughs> So much temperature. Well, that one guy called. You know, he wrote it and he said, "He said I'm um, I'm planning a romantic <laughs> evening with my bitch, and I don't want to get the shiv in the stomach. So, what would you recommend?" Right. He's like, "Listen, well, I need, I need well, some of the shiznit. What should I What should I get?" And well, you know, of that, well, we'll you know what? That though, you know, this is our blogcast. We failed to mention this is blogcast eleven. Eleven. Yes, it wow. is. Yeah, eleventh one. So for for uh, once again, and uh, just quickly for those of you guys, uh, for the, for those of you who have heard from us from another source, from a friend, or what have you, and are joining us for the first time, um, basically we're the three wine guys, and uh, what separates us from the rest is that we drink wines, we don't taste wines, and um, so <laughs> big difference. Yeah, and what the broadcast is because you know for for the, for those of you who are like who are really you know. It's, Delving into the uh, wine realm to get information, we're going to bring you some information. But uh, typically, we do um, we, uh, our podcast. We have our themes or what have you, which you know, we, you know, uh, typically stick to one type of varietal or one theme, if you will. This basically, uh, we don't see each other that often. So when we get together, we each pick three wines we've had, good or bad, and we talk about them. And, and that's what we're going to be we're, we're, we're going to be doing today. Yeah. Um, and at different price points, you know. So um, anyway, so there should be some, some good information for you. Um, anyway. Um, here's what I want to start with. Um, for those of you who have been with us for a while, and uh, again, once again, thank you. Thank you. Um, we are, you know, consistently now we're top ten in the food category on, on, on uh, iTunes. We finally got that bug fixed. We got that thing fixed. So. And we got a MySpace uh, account, too. Yeah. So if you're on MySpace, search us out, yeah. uh, any of our 13-year-old listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will, we will be uh, doing our high hey, school podcast yeah. next week uh, yeah. where we we're going to be reviewing uh, yeah. Mad Dog. Right. Yeah. Boone's exactly. Farm. Boone's Farm. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I wanted to start off with, um, for those of you who have, uh, were kind enough to listen and uh, give some positive feedback from the Australian Cab podcast, which I thought was dynamite. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, they know that sometimes I like to start things off with a little bit of story, and here's one for you as well. 
um, last time I was on the patio here drinking wine, you guys will recall. And by the way, you guys are gonna you're gonna love the way this all kind of comes back together. You're gonna love this, Terry. You're gonna be really impressed. So just sit back and enjoy the freaking ride. The ride. Um, last time I was on this patio drinking wine, I was here on a date. I'm gonna go break your wind chime, so keep talking. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> Well, you'll be able to hear me as you walk away. Anyway, so I was here on a date, and um, uh, Yellowtail was over, you know, from the, uh-huh. the counties, right? I was and aware of brought, that, yeah. I ye- had Yellowtail over, and um, and uh, I grilled out. Yellowtail, was, of course, being um, a girl you have relations with. Yeah, right. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> Relations with, right. right. Anyway, so, you know, we've gone out a few times, and like I said, she's a very cool girl, very classy girl. Um, well, anyway, I'll, we'll get to that in a second, but... Um, uh, she she was kind enough to take me out a few times. Wanted to redo you know repay the favor, so I you know invited her over for for some dinner. So I grilled out some filet mignons. Um, I um, I made some uh, some garlic uh, some some roasted garlic mashed potatoes. And I told you about this, Scott. I had some roasted portobello mushrooms nice. that I stuffed with uh, walnuts and, uh, and and blue cheese. And you I put your nuts in. Yeah, no, that no. was a stuffing later on. That was a stuffing later on. <laughs> right, right. There you go. So anyway, the fact is, I mean, this was it was a kick-ass meal. So um, she uh, she came over, I, everything was going great. When she first came in the door, I said, um, "Hey, I, I I had a riesling, um, and I had um, I had a, a red wine." And um, I said to her, "You know, I said, do you want to?" I said, "Will you want to start off with a glass of wine?" She's like, "Yeah, absolutely." So would you like white or red? She's like, "Well, you're grilling steaks, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah." She goes, "Well, let's go with the red." Have a red with steaks. That's which, a lady. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm like kitching. I mean, you know, points were just starting to, to ring up. And anyway, so she, um, it, it was the Bialy 2002 Aldo. Nice. Uh, and um, Aldo's Vineyard. And uh, she, 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 she was tasting it, and she's like, "Wow, this is amazing." I go, "Yeah." And uh, thanks. And it's, it's funny when when you when when, you, when you're doing that, like you pretend like it's like you made the wine. Yeah. You know, like my customers yeah. company, like Steve, you, that recommendation was that wine was just awesome. Like I'm like, yeah, thank you. It like, took like, a lot like, of work like, to find did, that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was hard work. Let me let me, let me wipe my brow. Anyway, um, so she's drinking the wine and she said, um, she goes, wow, she goes, this is amazing. She goes, I, I love Bordeaux. And I'm like, well, I, I'm I'm glad you like Bordeaux, but um, this is a, it's, a, it's a Zinfandel, and uh, she's like, <laughs> she's like, I I know good wine, and it's not a Zinfandel. I said, yeah, and now she knows what I do for a living, yes. you know. She and I'm like, oh, it's a Zinfandel. She's like, listen, I, um, oh, I can tell you it's not a Zinfandel. I said, oh, really? Why is that? She said, well, it's red, and Zinfandel it's is pink. pink. Yeah. And I was just, I looked at it like, um, okay, well, I've got some. Well, that's uh, when you said, that I w- I'll show you the pink, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, at that point, I was like. We're all pink on the inside, yeah, baby. No, no. so at that point, I was just like, okay, well, do you want a, you want a doggy bag for that? I got a plastic bag. And, or you want paper or plastic for that? And there's cat fare on the kitchen counter. <laughs> so that's it. That's awesome. Out. Because the one thing is, is that, I mean, you, you can, whatever. I mean, me Someone arguing with me about wine is like me arguing with you about hair care products. Right. Because <laughs> I got hair. Right. Yeah. All over. I mean, chest, I, mean I, don't, I haven't used shampoo since 91. So, you know, <laughs> and I know better. I, you know? 
Wow. I mean, shampoo. I mean, you know, the only yeah. time I use shampoo is I'll, I'll go downstairs for just a, for a surprise <laughs> every, every once in a while. Freshen just it up a little bit. Just to work on that dew down there. <laughs> Do a little something different, huh? You know, just to mix it up. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, if I'm over at someone's place. If I see the curling iron out, I'm really worried about you. Yeah, yeah. don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's the straightener that you worry yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but the reason why I wanted to bring that all up is that I realized when I was listening to our Zinfandel podcast that I was ornery. And I was... It, it definitely came across the fact that I was really anti the Bialy, and everybody knows that I love Bialy wines. But just to give you an idea, I, I guess the main point <laughs> in retrospect I wanted to make was that the Bialy that we had that night, the 04, it's very young, and it needs at least a year. Oh, yeah. Um, but to case in point, that I had the 2002, which was two vintages ago. I had See. that you know, a few weeks ago, and that was absolutely frickin' dynamite. Yeah. Was it still young? Oh, yeah, it was just fantastic. But I, I, I wouldn't hold that wine for more than five years. You know, from vintage. I mean, I would think like I, it's peaking right with now. Most, that's the case with most Zinfandels. Yeah, isn't I, I, it? yeah, I mean, you, I, don't, you yeah. Don't, they're not ten to twenty year old no, wines. No, so let me just tell you, the wine itself, um, like we were talking before in our last podcast, and not to berate it because that the last thing we did was on Zinfandel, but um, actually, b- b- before you hear this, you'll, there'll be another bl- there'll be another broadcast in between it, right? No, actually, uh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. This will be two weeks. Yeah, well, two weeks. to me, that all those was the absolute. I mean, it was just the epitome of power and balance. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really big. But it, the thing was, like, because I had, um, I had the the filet mignons. They were, were marinated in uh, rosemary and garlic, and uh, so the, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on. I just wanted something with pure fruit, and the fruit was just absolutely fantastic. As a matter of fact, and, and I may have mentioned this before. What originally first turned me on to a Zinfandel was probably back in like 98, 99, around that time. Uh, you, me, my brother, and his partner, not gay partner, but business partner. And there's nothing wrong with that, but <laughs> and it's if not it the was case. a gay partner, it'd be fine. Um, but we, we, we were at, um, Gibson's, and we had, we remember how the, had all the steaks. We were drinking yeah. some high end wines, like, you know, we yeah. had like an Opus, Opus and yeah. some other stuff. And you opened, you, you ordered a Zen, and the Zen was the only thing that night that really went with my steak. And, I, and after that point, I was like, I didn't realize Zins could ever be that good. And so. what's hilarious is that, yeah. like, his boss or partner yeah. thought that, Matt. uh, uh, thought that he knew a ton, and I thought I knew a ton. Mm-hmm. And even now, I'm a moron. And I'll admit to it, you know, it, it, look at my bio on our uh, Three Wine Guys page. Yeah. I don't have one. Right, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so, right. And that's what's so funny is that I was, you know, showing like, hey, you got to try a Zinfandel. Right. Well, I rem- <laughs> remember that, you know, when we ordered, it, it was, I remember the the big deal was the fact that we wanted the 96. Well, he didn't even know what Opus was, and he was the big shooter yeah, he was, dropping he was, coin. He and was, I'm like, yeah. all right, big shooter, I, let's I pony that. up a bottle of Opus. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. You're like, he's like, look, whatever you guys want, blah, blah, blah. And you're yeah. like, fine. And, uh, yeah, overrated. But anyway, so I digress. So that's that's officially my first wine in the evening. That little story, that little, that little yeah. tidbit to say that the wine was absolutely phenomenal. Um, you should definitely, next time you're out at a good a good restaurant, um, particularly a steak place, definitely, instead of going for your typical cab, if they've got a good Zen on the menu, give it a fucking whirl. That's all I want to say. Yeah, go with a good one, though, because the cheap ones, it's hard to oh, get that well, I think complexity if you're, to it. I think not, you're not always, but... Well, well let, me, let me say this. I think you guys will both agree that um, 
if you're like in the 50 to 60, 50 to in that $50 restaurant range, mm-hmm. you're better off with a Zin than you totally. are with a cab. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just quality-wise, you know. Right. There's a lot better cab- Zins at 25 than there are cabs at 25, yeah. domestic at any rate. Yeah. So that, that's my first wine, my first wine of the night. Well, speaking By the way, did you like the way that thing came around? It just rolls. And I'm going to... I'm oh, for, starting off with Zen, coming back. He always Zen. starts with something, and he's always yeah. like, what color are your toenails today? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, well, I didn't paint them. And then he's like, well, the paint label on this. It yeah. like goes always back to something. Well done, Steve. Thanks, baby. Well, well, Terry and I, we're going to... Speaking of partners, we're going to piggyback each other. So Hop on. We uh, separately, but equally, we went to a... Uh, uh, Glatzer Tasting, which they're the uh, winery out of uh, Barossa in Australia, and Barossa. Uh, uh, exactly. How you doing? I'm from. I'm the mispronunciation guy, but uh, condolences to uh, the uh, everybody in Australia for uh, the uh, uh, stingray incident. Yeah. Um, which sucks because my kids were fans of them. Oh, I think uh, everyone was. Yeah. Everyone had a little soft spot in their I, heart I, for I the actually the alligator. I hunting. actually bought. I I bought a People magazine with him on the cover. Wow. I was uh, I was in Wisconsin, as you know, so I was pretty freaking bored, and I needed to kill some time. Wow. And uh, I was looking at, like, they had, like, um, uh, Maxim magazine with, with uh, what's her face, um, Eva Longoria. Oh, Longoria. Longoria, yeah. And so... Um, <laughs> There's the Italian Stevo, not <laughs> Langoria. Hey, Langoria. Hey. Anyway, of course now she's 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 Hispanic, Langoria. Anyway, um, but I was looking. <laughs> I mean, what a choice! Mm-hmm. You're looking at Eva Langoria, or you're looking at the Croc Hunter, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm like, you know what? I respect. I don't want to give people any more money, but what the hell? I so I bought it. Apparently, someone that listens to us likes people. Because in their uh, broadcast review, we mentioned that they're fans of us too. Which All right. thank you to that people. Uh, Podcast no, ki- oh, yeah. oh, oh, nice. Awesome. Very cool. Well, gosh, well, then I'm glad I did pay for the magazine. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we both, you you went to go meet Ben Glatzer. I was at a football game that day, and you called me, and I called him up beforehand um, just to see if you're going. Right. And then uh, you went down with your brother and hung out and met Ben Glatzer. Uh, I got down there right at the beginning, and th- it, it was actually a fairly small tasting, 15 people. So this was at the tasting room downtown Chicago? Yeah. And Is uh, that off Racine and Randolph, or is it Ogden and Randolph? Ogden. Ogden. Yeah. Randolph. Great place. I thought it was at Randolph and Mortimer, I, but apparently that was trading spaces, trading places. Randolph there. and Mortimer. <laughs> wow. And then the other great street is Monroe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love TV too yeah. much. But yeah. yeah. Anyhow, the, the dude was very cool. And uh, we got down there. It was my brother and I, because uh, you were at the Northwestern game. That's and, right. Yeah. Uh, Steve was working the shop. Did they lose Northwestern? Oh, they won. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so I, I call my brother, who's totally into Bordeaux, and uh, my my brother Chris. He's yeah. a big Frenchy fan, and uh, he's almost even, almost exclusive to French. Oh, yeah. in many ways. Yeah. Yeah, By so way, this you're was getting, interesting. You're going to get you're going to hammered, right? What's that today? Yeah. Oh hell. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hell's yes. <laughs> and so I parked my car at home because I get a speeding ticket today. First one in twelve years. So. Unbelievable. The guy has a fucking M5. With 500 horsepower in his first... With police officer memorial plates, and I still get a ticket, so... But I, I was dude. Anyhow, uh, we get down there, and uh, it's just 15 other people standing around, and, you know, I didn't want to be, like, the complete douchebag that I am and run up and be like, could I get a drink, please? Exact so, same thing with Kim and I. She's like, why aren't you going up to him? I'm like, because there's people around him. She's like, well, why, why, aren't you, why are you waiting? 
Yeah, and, and I'm gonna I mean, wait till I can rude. T- I mean, talk to him. He's he's you know talking up a storm, and I just figured that it was a good idea to just sit back and you know and and we weren't in any rush. I mean, we had you know a couple hours to spend there, and uh, anyhow, we we get the first wine, and we ended up going through I think the line about three times because about halfway through the first one everybody started to disperse and next thing you know it was just my brother and I hanging out with Ben Glazer and I'm like thinking how cool is this this guy's actually very cool uh, you know, younger guy like, yeah younger guy I think he's like 29 or so and we're talking about Chicago what are the cool places to hang out at and he actually hung out likes to go to a couple places that we go to know me at the Park Hyatt where we met uh, you two there a couple times well l- l- let's just say one thing know me is uh, at the Park Hyatt which is a f- Fantastic place, yeah. phenomenal place. If it's any not of our listeners want it, yeah. yeah. to say, it's not a real hangout place. You know, I mean, it's, no, but it, it's it's got a cool vibe to it. It's as yeah. it's as nice as you could get of a restaurant and still be somewhat hip and not having to wear a suit. People should go to if they're just sort of getting an idea of like the, of what no, Nomi is like. Yeah, go. You can go to their website and I think it's nomirestaurant.com yeah. or if it, you can go to Park Hyatt's restaurant. It's just they have it's one of the most amazing wine lists you could find. Yeah. Getting back to the Gleitzer thing, it was pretty cool. We got to try, uh, I believe it's seven different wines. It was seven, yeah. And I believe this was his only engagement in uh, the Midwest, let alone Chicago. And it it uh, varied everything from like the 03 Wallace, 04 Wallace. Well, and uh, also you guys just mentioned the fact that uh, the Gleitzer family, or Ben Gleitzer, he's a winemaker for several different labels. Right. And, he, and he's an excellent owner of a lot of these. He's well, a, Frank, he's, Frank, yeah. Frank Mottolo, who's a wealthy guy, he has his own line, and yeah, Glazer ben, ben is his winemaker. Right. So the real high-end stuff is Mottolo's, and then Glazer has his line. And there's another one. Heartland. Heartland, which is, oh, I yeah. guess, huge okay. in Europe. So for yeah. European fans, that's this is the guy there, we're talking there's about. A, there's quite a few of them. Though, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. right, right. And uh, he had he had a I think what was it uh, two of the Wallace two of the Bishop and then uh, Godolphin two of the Godolphin one Godolphin and, and two Omen Ra right Amon Ra Amon Ra the Egyptian is, god you mother that's the Egyptian Amon-ra. god of gods yeah and yeah. Uh, the Godolphin I believe that's the Egyptian. Uh, uh, God of Dawson. Well, it's like the ink script thing. And he actually, the cool thing about Ben is that uh, he uh, he actually designed the labels, and They're it was hilarious. Cool. He's like, you know, it's, it just came to me. And, you know, he's a bit of a deep guy talking about, uh, uh, and this is right when I got there, and I think he was more on the sober side, being more serious, because he started uh, uh, drinking some uh, Barossa Chardonnay, as he called it. Yeah, um, which was beer. <laughs> which was beer. And uh, it was he was a cool guy, though. And, and I think the thing that stood out with me the most was probably the Godolpha 05, only of the 05s that we tried, only because it was a Cab Shiraz blend, and I believe it was a little bit more approachable than the other one. And that's what I, I mentioned that to him when I tried it, um, that it, it had... It was one of the ones. A lot of a lot of them were bold wines, and the Godolphin had a little bit of elegance to it. Yeah. And he was saying that's what he was trying to achieve with that by by using the, a little bit more Cabernet than he would normally use, and right. the Cabernet was a good vintage that year, so he kept it, he he added a, a good portion of that to it. It's, I mean, it's funny. The for me, the 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 first truly, well, one I would say probably one of the five absolute best wines I've ever had in my entire life. Well, I. Anyway, when you, everybody has their wine epiphanies, whatever. And I remember the first time I had the grain, oh, first time I ever had Grange, 
um, we, you know, obviously we've all had Grange. The first time I had Grange, I was just, I was absolutely floored because oh, yeah. I, I, I was thinking in my mind Australian Shiraz. And at that time, the Shiraz that I was drinking at, at best was like, you know, maybe like Peter Lehman Shiraz, you know, for yeah. 15 bucks, which let's not get away from yeah. because we love Peter Lehman. Yeah. But, but I'm like, in my mind, when <laughs> I thought, like, you know, this is, this is like, you know, the 90s. And when I thought, like, I was drinking, you know, typical like Jacob's Creek or Rabbit Ridge or just, you know, under ten dollars swell. Okay, I'm not swell. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, swell. <laughs> fuck it, swell. And because uh, I, I would, I split it out right now. But um, anyway, um, and I remember when, we, when I first had Grange, it was just like, oh, yeah. well, it's velvety yeah, and lush. Well, well, you well know? yeah. And then I realized there was like ten percent Cabernet in it. And yeah, it was we, like, we met uh, Terry and I met on uh, uh, who was it? Peter Gago. Yeah. Which that was pretty yeah, cool. By Penfolds yeah, down yeah. in uh, down in the city at uh, and that we actually Pen- tried Penfolds how many grains? We tried a couple of grains. We tried three. We tried the like ninety nine. So something like w- that. I, so, so you guys got to meet Ben Glazer. Obviously, the guy was kick ass, cool as shit. I mean, really down to earth. Well, um, you guys tried a bunch of different wines. What was each of yours? What was your favorite? Or are you, are you yeah. getting to that? Was that yeah, your the, to Scott? yeah, that's I was I was digging through my notes. The the one the Godolphin uh, that stood out only because it was such a big wine because you know you're pairing up. There's only uh, one Godolphin, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. I've got two of those, and they're both the O fours. Right. The O uh, fives apparently, and this was yesterday uh, Saturday, which was the 16th of September when we had this uh, tasting, and uh, apparently he said that the Amon Ra and the Godolphin are on a cargo ship coming over from Australia. Did so you guys? Did you, it, did won't you ask hit, it won't hit the stories you were saying until like mid to late October. Well, the, well could the, I, was, I was surprised the fives are starting to come, which is just yeah. Shocking. He said he bottled them five, three to five weeks. Well, ago. their harvest did, is in February. You, right, that's what it all depends. January, you know, February, you, Southern Hemisphere. They're opposite of us. For you, yeah, yeah, yeah and I got to make a douche. I get to make and it. And if you live in America, if you're American, you can't say that you have no shit about. Well, that's what sometimes yeah. you'll see. No, you'll see an O six. No, no. Well, I was yeah. gonna say. Well, the O five. We I just started getting O six um, Australian wine. Like the yeah. Bergalos and um, things yeah, like that. So, so the, yeah, the Molly Ducker. Well, I'll get to that. But did you guys ask me at all about the 05 vintage? Because I've heard it was better than 04, but they were having big, big problems because they had such an abundance of fruit. The 05, let me say, what? well, Terry, you had mentioned earlier when I was talking to you that uh, Ben had actually mentioned something about the 05 vintage. Oh, yeah, basically, he was saying, um, you know, per region, it was different, you know, McLaren Vale to Barasa. Um, but he was saying in in um, basically in Barasa that they had they had a really very good vintage, it's very good, good harvest, yeah, and that he he's noticing that it's uh, a little bit more concentration in fruit from what he's made. That is, yeah, so, the almond rind to me just came off as just being big. It was it had some nice heat to it, and I know it was a baby. I mean, it's not even in diapers. I mean, it was just delivered. You know the fact that they bottled it three weeks ago and, and were able tip- to be lucky enough to drink it. I mean, I, I was I felt lucky to uh, to be there. Now, so uh, really, real real quick, what, so what do you like the almond Ra the most? That, that's no, funny. I like the Godolphin actually. You like the, the almond Ra was big, it was great, but that another. Uh, I think it was the. I think it was more balanced and. Uh, Cab Shiraz, whereas the that was a Godolphin was Cab Shiraz, and the uh, almond Ra was I believe all Shiraz. 
But cool guy. I can't I can't stress it enough to the point that uh, we gave him a three wine guys T-shirt. So, Ben, if you're listening to us, how you doing? Hope you went to somewhere cool. Yeah, and the one thing that I liked a lot is even from their low end to their high, it, it was very linear. Like the the quality you got, you could really oh, taste you could it tell from, it was from. You can go from the Wallace, which was I think a great value, and the the, Wall, the Wallace I liked most was the O3 Wallace, which was based off a of declassified fruit um, from from other bottles. So it was very similar to like that Muga. Sometimes when a vintage isn't up to par, they declassify the grapes, and that's not eligible to go into these better bottles of wine. Right. Therefore the lower the smaller vintages or the or the or the lower lower price wines will get that off the same vines. So it was um so that he was saying that's basically what happened with the O three. Right. And with that I think you got a great you got you got some old fruit off of that, which you know, more concentrated fruit off the better vines, older vines. So that was that was actually my one of my favorites. And that's something that's still available and it's about twenty dollars a bottle. Uh, yeah. It's a great place to start with, especially with Glatzer. If you've never had Glatzer before, it's a great place to start with their yeah, wallets. Yeah, Glatzer has some really good stuff. Uh, but that that finishes at my end. Um, Steve, what what would you like to add anything about Glatzer that you like? Um, no, I mean his 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 wines have uh, have been have been phenomenal. If I wasn't working that Saturday, I would have been there getting hammered with them, and I would have taken them out that night. Yeah, the one, the one more thing, and then I'm going to be done for this uh, broadcast that I wanted to bring up. Steve and I, when we were at True, and Steve was uh, being the resident sugar tits with the food, <laughs> yeah. uh, we had the Lina Caldone Sticks and Stones. The, the, the Lina Colodo. Oh, that's what I mean. Lina Caldone? Colodo. Colodo. It's on our blog notes, on our uh, Three Wine Guys uh, blogcast, uh, blog page. Um, that, to me, just came off as... One of my favorite uh, Syrahs out of California is Pax, and the secondary one is Shadow Canyon. And when I tried this, I was just blown away, like, what Steve-O and I were talking about price and stuff. And when he told me the price, I was like, this is going to be the one that if you love Pax and you're looking for a deal, if you can get it, get this wine. Because what did you say, Steve-O? It's about 20 bucks cheaper? Yeah, he said. <laughs> so Steve said, yeah, that it was about 20 bucks cheaper. And the amazing thing about it is, like, PAX, for me, I believe it's a fantastic deal. It's well-rounded. It's awesome. It's, you know, one of my dream Syrah wines out of California. This was right up there with it. And it, I, I kind of actually, when I sipped it, I'm like, wow, we're drinking a PAX killer. But, 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 like, it was, it was, but it was, the thing about it was is that... Um, Depending on what packs you're talking about, because that that the wine we had was a Zinfandel blend. Right. It was like it was um, what it was, Terry. You'll, you'll pretty, probably appreciate this. It was a a Bogle Phantom on steroids. Yeah, and Bogle Phantom is a great wine. And, and I know there, you know, obviously the difference between Syrah and Zinfandel, but from a bigness and a value and everything. You know what it was? This is just you know what it was. Thinking about this because I just I just got the bottles in. Um, I just got in uh, a couple cases on uh, last week, but it was a a relentless for half the price. Yeah, yeah. And there re- you go. And relentless is from uh, Schaefer. Schaefer. Yeah, Schaefer we had, we had a ninety seven. It's a petite right. Syrah Syrah blend. Petite Syrah Syrah, exactly. Yeah. Right. I thought there was Zin in it. There isn't. But no, but it's 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 a big one of the biggest wines oh, out yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we you and I had the O one. 
one time. And uh, I oh, mean, under ninety-seven. I think that might have been. No, it was ninety-nine. 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 That's right. It was ninety-nine. We got that from Bra- uh, my brother Robson Keith. Thank you, Keith. So yeah, thanks, Keith. Mr. Jaffe, as as I have to call him. Anyway, go ahead. Do you so, want me to do? I have one more I want to yeah, do. Yeah, do it. And it's it. I want Steve got me uh, tickets to go to a wine tasting downtown, and it was. They had some really nice some some nice wines there. A lot of like in the would you say, Steve, a ten to twenty dollar range? Yeah. Or eight to twenty dollar range, something like yeah. that. Majority of them were probably in there. Yeah. And this one I, I had to I had to say something about because I've seen it almost everywhere you go now, uh especially uh a lot of like little boutique uh grocery stores and just grocery stores and stuff. And it's the goats do roam. Yeah. So the, this wine, you've seen it anywhere. Have you seen this before, Scott? No, I have not. I've seen it everywhere. So I, my friend had it. Uh, we were the, over at his house. Not a big wine drinker. I had a glass of it. I thought it was really sort of nice. What's the price on it? You can get this for probably $10. Wow. 10 to 14 Um The one thing that I, I noticed with almost all South African wine that I've had as of late is... They have a really sort of funky nose to it. Yeah, I, I did a stump Stevo with a uh, Pinot from South Africa, and nobody guessed it. And it was because of that same funk. I, I can't put my finger on it. Sommelier's fans, if you're listening, help us out. What what's well, the, fu- the, the it's what I what I gathered from it. it you know what? I, I when I would drink it, I would tell. I, I was telling this one guy. I said I, it's um, when you compare it against other wines. I said it's it's it smells like a zoo. It's like a, it's like that really sort of funky smell you get in the zoo where they're feeding the animals what have you. So. Um, hey Steve, I'll put it on afterwards. Oh really? Yeah. Sorry, I was talking to the chef. So basically, it's something that's affordable and cheap. The funk is definitely not as prevalent on when the taste, mm-hmm. and the nose is when it's on its own. When you're not comparing it against something, it's it's a pretty decent bottle of wine. Um, very good drinking, you know, mm-hmm. very cheap. A uh, little toasted uh, a vanilla, uh, some black currant, um, and a little bit of cocoa in it. Um, cocoa, like from Yacht Rocks, or what? You got it, baby. Our friends at Yacht Rock. Uh, 12,000 cases made. You can get this anywhere. If you need something cheap, worth a try. So what's, what do you got for us, Steven? Um, <clears throat> I've got a wine. Um, it's, a, uh, it's a sleeper. To sleeper. Wake up. Um, wake up, little Susie. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this is it's from um, this is a uh, Bobby Kotcher uh, selection. But uh, Robert Kotcher's um, big importer out of the East Coast, um, and he does strictly just uh, I think he does a variety of wines, but mostly French. And um, anyway, the uh, the wine he selected it's uh, it's from the Vinda Pays or you know it's wine from Domaine de Cantorel, one of a uh, a Robert Catcher selection or Bobby as his friends refer to him, and I'm not one of them. Anyway, um, the wine uh, this uh, this particular winemaker uh, Jean Francois Fayel and uh, Hubert Sendra, um, they make two wines. They make a Cab Shiraz blend and they make um, a Viognier. And it's uh, it's a it's a Rhone wine, but it's a well, I guess you could say it's the Vindepays is you know basically Languedoc, uh, Provence, you know uh, Western Rhone, and um, this is uh, this comes just near the uh, uh, like I said the the Nîmes area, and this wine um, to be honest with you this is a, a tremendous wine. Um, it is sixty uh, percent Syrah from very old vines, uh, over fifty years old. 
and um, and it's forty percent Syrah. I'm sorry, forty percent Cabernet, and the Cabernet, um, the average age of the Cabernet vines are all twenty-five years old. And if, as we mentioned before, with a lot of wines, the older the vines, the more know, concentrated the, the exactly, fruit, yeah. and and the more you know, the more consistent the fruit at any rate. So this is an interesting blend for coming from the Rhone. The mm-hmm. fact that they're doing Cab Syrah is typically they're doing Syrah Grenache or what have you, you know. Um, but uh, the wine itself. Um, was real. Uh, I, I, this wine was a terrific value wine. We have the the wine itself. Um, well, before I get into the price, I just kind of tell you about it. This um, most people. Would, what I, we open up the bottle, put it right to glass. Um, initially, right off the glass itself, I got a lot of robitussin just right from the bottle. But within ten minutes, the wine just absolutely blossomed, and uh, you got a lot of. Um, not only the, that Kirsch flavor that you, associate, you, you typically associate with uh, Syrah. Cherries. But, yeah, pre- was very a lot of cherries, but um, you got a lot of berry flavor to it as well. Also, it had this really nice roasted quality to it. Um, a little bit of smokiness, a little bit of uh, like roasted coffee, a little bit of uh, dark chocolate to it. Um, it had slightly, um, it had a slight sort of uh, cedar aspect to it, which is interesting because this wine coming from France, they use 40% American oak. Really? Yeah. So, um, and that that cedarness does kind of come out on the end, um, but the fruit on it was just tremendous. It had some nice, you know, nice nuances to it, and this is a ten dollar wine, which we're selling right now for five ninety nine. Are you serious? Five ninety nine. Yeah, I gave so, everybody two bottles and said, I mean... So I'll be a, buying that this week. It is, you know, it's a Cab Shiraz blend, so it's got, you know, it's got I'd the body of the Cab. I'd be to see if Rob actually likes it, because he's not a big Shiraz fan. Yeah, it'll be, it'll it's be interesting. It's $6 a bottle? We have it on sale for the end of the month. Is it really more of a delicate wine, would you say, or is it more... No. no? Big and bold. No, huh? it's no. It, it was it's, it, it was a it was a fruit bomb with some nice complexity. Oh, cool. You know, and um, <laughs> this is great. We got it all oh, going yeah. on. Got kids playing in the background, dog barking, trains. Yeah, it's it's all it's all good stuff. Um, really, uh, really, how much of this do they make? I mean, if people listening, can you get it easily? You think? Or well, they're, well, they're going to find this wine. But it's going to be ten to fifteen bucks. So forget about the sale price because by the time I'm telling you now, it'll be it'll be gone. But even for ten to fifteen dollars, it's a really, really nice wine. Like I said, it's it's got the the body of a cab, but it's got the the flavor and the spice of a Shiraz. It's just really, really nice. I mean, uh, it's a terrific wine. Uh, I was really, really impressed. Cool, excellent. I, I you know I, I I gave the wine for you know I would have given the wine itself probably like a B minus. I don't want to find out that it for six bucks. It's an A. Wow, because yeah. you're buying that all day long. That's a steel deal. I mean, I, no, that's, that's, that's that's a carry. That's a case buy for Terry. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so when you come and pick up your other wine, your other case, you, you might because yeah, you better pick up a couple bottles Definitely. and then but and then come back and just buy a case. So anyway, excellent. I think that wraps everything up. Are you, do you have any more, T-Bone? One quick one. Um, I had the uh, going back to Australia again. Uh, when we did our Australian Cabernet, the one that I sort of uh, sort of forgot about, but I wanted to add to it, um, but we did not do it was uh, from from one of our good friends at Penfolds. And it's uh, been 707 Cabernet. Um, Robert Parker came out and said, this is probably the best 707 that Penfolds has ever made. And um, I have to agree with him. It's one of the best, uh, one of the best, uh, most American-style cabs. Because I think a lot of it has to do with it because they do use American oak, 100% American oak. And it's bottled for 14 months in this. Uh, or, yeah, it's 14 months in in the oak. Uh, really, really dense uh, concentration of fruit. 
uh, uh, current, um, it's a little spiciness to it, but this thing is uh, by far a baby still, and uh, they, I would say easily 15 years from now. Wow. 10 to 15, it's big. That's uh, awesome. But that, you can get it for around $80, something like that. Wow. So if you can find it, and it's very, this is what's available now is the 2002. So that's that's the one that Turned I... The, the, the moneymaker, man. Yeah, I mean, that's the one I would buy right now, and, and that Oman Ra, which we mentioned, I think yeah, it's I worth... Yeah, that was the, great. W- w- do you own that? The Omen Ra, I don't. I do have the Godolphin, though. You have the Godolphin. I, I have the Godolphin. I have the... Uh, Glades or Shiraz, which they didn't have. They only had the Bishop and the Wallace. I had the Shiraz, and uh, which is just the plain. Shiraz. Oh, is that the lower level, like the lowest? No, I, I think it's higher. Okay. Um, you know what? I could actually check my uh, seller tracker. And it, I can tell you. Of course, we're going back. We're referring back to Glades or right, so. Glades, um, that is. But um, Steve, yeah. you want to get in on here on the wrap up? No, I, I, on a closing note. Ah, no, I'll leave it for next time. You know what? The, Maybe uh, our Dagger. last outdoor edition? I don't know. I believe so, but it, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was a good experiment. A, little, a, few, a few distractions. and Oh, real quick, what did we yeah. drink while we were doing this podcast? We forgot to mention that. We had the... Uh, the, the Liao. Liao. L-E-A-L. The Shiznit. The Shiznit. And on the back of it does say the Shiznit, and that was... Emeritage was fucking fantastic. Yeah, it was really nice. Great spice on it. Cinnamon, dense fruit. That if you could you now, how easily can people find that, Steve? Oh, we we already sold out of it. It's gone. Yeah. So you might be able to find it for twenty five bucks. And I think we're out. doing their uh, cab in the next uh, yeah. podcast we do, which podcast, is going to be yeah. cab. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But they're the Al Vineyards, yeah. So. Hey, right. thanks for listening. Uh, check out our website threewineguys.com. dot we'll, we'll, Yeah, we'll have Vote notes. For on, us. We'll, have not, we'll have notes on all these wines that we that we talked about today. Because like people, we always do, that's on our blog yeah. page. Um, vote for us at podcastalley.com. But anyway, listen, thanks for thanks for listening. Um, yeah, and hey, word. if we sent you stuff, shirts and stuff, Glazer, Ben, yep. and anybody oh else up, in, man. Uh, yeah. in uh, oh, yeah. oh, up. 3 thanks for listening. Yeah, we're out. Steve-O out? Out. Employco presents Great Moments in Freedom. Paul, it's almost midnight. I know, Muffy, but the boys in the shop want me to get a new health insurance plan with better rates. Oh. I think I heard them talking about throwing me into the harbor yesterday. Mm. And that 401k plan is no picnic in the Glen, you know. But the redcoats are coming and you've got to warn the other colonists. Please hurry. But the tax forms, the king's people, have been on my back for weeks. My midnight ride will have to wait. Now, dearie, go saddle up your horse. I'll just call those patriots over at Employco in the morning. They handle employee benefits, human resources, health insurance for any size shop so you can do what you do best. Right, Employco it is. What a great moment in freedom. You didn't happen to see how many lanterns were in the church tower, did you? Oh, my word, can you believe our country's fate is resting on this man's shoulders? Well, I'm off, dearie. Don't forget to call Employco. The Redcoats are coming. The Redcoats are coming. Great moments in freedom from Employco. Call us at 800-459-9800 and give yourself the freedom to succeed. Call 800-459-9800 or visit Employco.com. Um...